ESPN Kansas City presents Golf Underground with Kevin Ward and Brian Sullivan. Here we are, Wardo. <laughs> We're back. I'm back. I'm back. You know, I, I'm I glad should... you made it back from Arizona, buddy. I know. Well, you know what? Um, our guest a few weeks ago, the great Mike Commodore, right? <laughs> yep. What was his slogan there? What's his uh, tagline? Go ahead and get in one. In one, right? So it's in yeah. one. Well, you know what? I really um, I, I took something away from that interview. and you took well, that to heart? Well, on Saturday night, I got in one. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. So, <laughs> you know, I got to tell you, you, you think a, you know, maybe a Jimmy John's is a, you know, going to be a safe place? <laughs> well, I mean, maybe not at 2 in the morning. Not, right? in, not in Tempe, Arizona, when you're visiting your, your son. My right? son, my, my great son at Arizona <laughs> State. Yep, you know, you, you, you dance on a few uh, uh, bar stools at El Jefe down there, which I'm sure our next guest <laughs> is probably uh, familiar with. And then uh, I, I figured if I could survive El Jefe... I certainly could survive Jimmy John's. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I just want to let you know I'm listening to our guests when they when they inspire us. Hopefully you can survive this uh, this guest today because he's a great one. He's <laughs> oh, a great one. No doubt. No doubt. Hey, this segment is brought to you by Star Companies KC. That's Star Drywall. Our great friend Brian Bamesberger. If you're looking for drywall or insulation, hey, it's cold outside still. Uh, make sure you go to Star Companies KC. And welcome to the Golf Underground on ESPN Radio. You're right, Warder. We got a, we got a great uh, show today. Um, our guest today is Colt Nost. Um, if you've been watching television, you're seeing him everywhere. If you if you follow so, social media and you like to laugh, <laughs> you, uh, you, you no doubt you're familiar with him. Uh, let me give you a, look, a quick bio. He's been a member of the PGA Tour since 2009, um, following one of the uh, finest amateur careers in history, and that's yeah. that's legit, right? I mean, he won USAM, he won US uh, Amateur Publics cha- same, Championship. Same year. Same year, right? And 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 also inaugural winner of the the Mark McCormick Medal, which goes the number one ranked amateur in the world. That's uh, that's that's real golf, Wardo. That's real golf. Yeah. You there, Colt? I'm here. How's it going, guys? It's great. Thanks for coming on the show, buddy. Appreciate the time. I know you I know you got back from California late last night, so I'm sure you might be dragging a little bit, but. Appreciate yeah. the time. I'm not real busy, buddy. I got <laughs> plenty of time for you. Hey, uh, so, Colt, you're in Scottsdale, right? I am. Why didn't you come Freezing down and save here. me? I could have used your help Saturday night when it was you know, I was getting dropped. He was working solely. Yeah, I was I was out in L.A. <laughs> hanging out, having a good time there before I had to wake up and go on TV Sunday morning. Nice, yes. How'd that go? I mean, it's, it's pretty fun watching you do this. Well, thanks. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it got better each day. I started out a, a little rough. It's a lot different than I think people think. Um, you know, I mean, you, the, it moves very quickly, and having someone yell in your ear while you're trying to kind of say what you want to say is rather difficult but um it's, it's a lot of fun and something i really look forward to doing again that's awesome yeah i get solely yells in my ear every week when we're trying to do this show <laughs> but it's probably just because he wants to talk more but <laughs> i just miss you i usually so, don't see you on weekends so that's a great segue <laughs> dive in a little bit on kind of kind of how you got into this and and kind of kind of bring the audience up, up to speed on where you're at with the career i know you battled injuries with the wrist etc but just dive in a little bit of why why you decided to kind of toy with this and, and kind of where you see the, if there is a future in announcing. Yeah, so, I mean, people have always kind of mentioned it to me, but I've never really thought anything of it because I enjoy playing so much and, um, you know, I, I love being on tour. But, you know, last at last two years I've been dealing with uh, a left-hand injury. I've had wrist surgery and uh, also my left thumb. So things have been pretty frustrating the last couple of years. And um, I got a call from CBS last year and asked if I'd be interested in trying it out and, um, I did the PGA Championship at St. Louis uh, on their direct TV feed, and it went really well. And then they, they uh, offered me a deal for a few tournaments this year, kind of just to, to see how it goes and something that I could do in the future. They're, um, 
they're going to be making some changes in a, in a few years, it seems like, with um, some of the guys that are just stepping away. They're getting older, and they want, to, they want a younger person, I guess, to come in and someone with a little bit of personality, I guess. Yep. So yep. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun and something I, I really could see myself doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think you're smart, right? Um, in fact, I had a great chat. Uh, with, first. <laughs> <laughs> Get that on. Re- we got it recorded too. Yeah. It's been said, yeah. Cole. Right? No, but I was with a friend of mine. He's you no. Know, he he uh, works with Zurich Insurance. He's a bigwig over there, and and he's got several ambassadors like Ricky and some of the others. And he's got he's, some of these younger guys coming up. He had mentioned. He said, "Listen, you know, a lot of these guys, if they miss the cut, they go home pouting." He said, "But I sit with them and I say, listen, bud, go to the tents." Kiss babies, shake hands, become part of the gig, right? Those relationships that you are creating, you don't know how they're going to come back and benefit you, but it appears to me like you've kind of gotten that part of the business, right? That that you've oh. got to meet people, you got to get out there, whether you're playing well or not. It's, totally, and I mean, and I mean, the proams every Wednesday is a perfect example. You you might not have no idea who so and so is that you're paired with, but he could turn out to be a very part important part of your life and and change your life. I mean. Um, you, you make so many relationships in golf. It's, it's incredible. I mean, you meet people from all, all different spectrums of the world and people that are involved in different career paths and you never, you're not going to play golf forever. Um, you know, and some of us aren't lucky enough to, or good enough to, to make enough to where, you know, once you're done with golf, you don't have to work again. You know, most of us are going to do something else and you never know what could happen. And, um, so you always keep all your options open and that's why it, it pays to be really nice. No, that's right. I, I think that. you you've done an amazing job just just by being around you a little bit more over the last couple of years and just seeing the guys that you hang out with and then you know everybody loves you. You know you're 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 a big big fan not only to the guys on tour, the caddies, the celebrities, whomever. You know just the the businessmen that are playing in the pro am. So that's that's awesome. And then in terms of your career, like I was thinking about this last night prepping for the show a little bit, and you know Romo now that he's doing the announcing, people love him when yeah. when. When uh, New England was shredding the Chiefs, Romo knew exactly what play Brady was going to run. And I see that, you know, you know golf, you know these guys' games. You know, you were talking about when Bubba was putting the other day, and you're like, oh, if his head doesn't go backwards, he's probably going to hold this. And I think you bring the insight that, you know, there's a lot of great announcers out there, but having been one of those peers, you know, I think that the sky's the limit with, in terms of your career and where you could go with this. Clearly, I want, yeah. I want to see you out there playing, but um, yeah. selfishly, but – Again, we're gonna we're gonna see you on one side of the either in the fairways walking or you know in the booth. So um, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Back yeah, up. I appreciate that. And, and 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 you know, Romo's been a big help to me. He's he's talked to CBS a lot for me. And um, you know, kind of like him. I mean, he's a he's a football nerd. Yeah. And I mean, he he studies it. He knows everything. And whether he's in the business or not, he's always going to be a fan and watch. And that's how I kind of feel I am with golf. I mean, I watch every tournament when I'm not playing. I enjoy it. I enjoy watching my friends play well and. And, and I pay attention to things. I, I sit there and I watch guys work with their instructors and see what they're working on because you never know when some of that information could really help you in the future. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what lessons did Romo give you as it relates to the presence you should have, you know, behind the camera, you know, be, being authentic and, and doing your homework? And what are some of those tips? Because to me, that's interesting, right? We talk a lot of, obviously, the golf swing on here, but I like the life stuff. And I love this quote that you just said, it pays to be real nice. Well, <laughs> chances are Tony Romo helped you because you're really nice. And, 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 and he gave you some nuggets. What are they? Yeah, basically just to be myself. <clears throat> you know, um, I, I think that's why. You know, TV is interested in me because I have a different personality. I'm I'm out there. I talk. I mean, if 
if guys come out to the tournament and watch me, I mean, it takes me an hour to get going because I stop and talk to everybody along the range, along the range, and um, that's just how I am. And and I bring a different insight, and that's the part I struggled with this week starting out. Is Gary McCord basically told me he's like, be the same person off air, and that's when you're just hanging out as you will be on the air. Yeah, and that's yeah. the hardest part because I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to offend anybody. Uh, and it's hard because you got these quick little segments where you're talking for 15, 20 seconds, and you got to get it out there. You got to, you know, do something to something different. I mean, as, as they've all told me, you know, they can hire anybody to come up there and say, this guy's got 140 yards and a nine iron. Right. Tell it a different way. Right. right. And Gary, Gary told me something really interesting. He kind of, he kind of warmed me out a little bit after the first day. <laughs> he's like, he's like, look, don't tell me what's happening on that screen. I can see what's happening on that screen. He goes, tell me something different. So that's kind of what I took from that. And, um, I mean, Tony's always been in my ear. He's like, you can do this if you just be yourself and don't try too hard. Yeah, Uh, that's awesome. And it's, it's a, it's a lot of help having those guys. I mean, and I've always said Charles Barkley is my favorite analyst in sports just because he can take a guy that's never watched basketball and that guy will understand what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I love that. And that's what I want to do with golf. Absolutely. One thing that caught my eye yesterday was just, JB's pace of play was pretty brutal, and I just wanted to get your insight. You know, there's been a lot of rule changes, um, you know, with the new drop and all that. What's your take? I mean, I see both sides of the guy's doing his job, and he's and he's clearly won the golf tournament. But in terms of back to kind of your point of catch catching the casual fan, are that yeah? What's your thoughts there? Yeah, it's just it's it's brutal. It really is, and it pushes people away from golf. Nobody wants to sit on the sit here for five hours and watch some guy play golf. It's just it's just it's so frustrating because. I mean, we have player meetings, you know, once or twice a year where, you know, players stand up and they voice their opinion about everything. And every single year, you, it's the lock of the year. Someone's going to bring up pace of play and complain about it. Yeah. And, and they never change know, it. No, nothing ever changes. And until they start penalizing a guy, it's just not going to change it. Like, first off, the fact people don't even know this. They set out this time par where they say how <laughs> yeah. long it should take us to play golf. Yeah. And, like, for example – uh, Phoenix Open this year, the time bar was four hours and 24 minutes. Well, there ain't anyone in the world except for the first two groups that sniffs mm-hmm, doing that. That's right. Like, it's just, it's unrealistic. We, I was the first group off Thursday, and we turned in two hours and nine minutes when the time bar was two hours and four minutes on the front. Wow. And we got put on the clock. Oh, my God. And I'm like, wow. If you got every group to play in two hours and nine minutes and nine holes, we wouldn't have a problem. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, just, I get it. The weather was brutal. It was freezing yesterday, the whole deal. But, you know, again, it's you got to speed it up for the casual fan or else you're going to lose a lot of them. Speaking of rule changes, did you see the new rule change on the uh, practice rounds for players? They can wear shorts now. Fantastic. <laughs> I saw that came out today. So yeah. Really? So what's your take on the drop? You know, we talked about uh, we had Scavi on a couple weeks ago and the drop with Ricky and kind of what, what's your take on that rule change and kind of – like the, how you drop it? Well, not only how you drop it, but that ball rolled into the water. And I mean, I've yeah, I've watched a lot of golf. I've just never that, seen that. That's not a that's not a new rule though. That's and, always been there, right? That's just tough break and stupid. I mean, it's just I, I had dinner with some USGA people uh, at Pebble Beach, and I was like, guys, let's be honest. I, I can sit here and write the rules of golf on a napkin and yeah. make it so simple, and it'll be so easy. It's just it's just not that hard. Like y'all complicate the main. My, I love the USGA. They've been great to me. But my main problem is they write these rules, and not one of them is probably better than an eight handicap. And yeah. I brought up I brought up the Fowler drop situation, and the guy quote said, "Well, in our mind, if that was us, 
And I said, <laughs> stop right there. You'll never be in this situation. Uh-huh. You're, not, you're not playing for your livelihood up yeah. there. You're not playing for your, your income. Like, you can't say that. You've never been in a PGA Tour setup and played and had to take a drop or have something happen to you. Yeah, it probably doesn't happen at your home country club where there's no shaved banks or anything like that. Like, that doesn't happen. <laughs> right, right. But out on tour, it does. So it's hard for you to say that. Like, you need – they need to bring in a tour player, in my opinion, and help them write the rules or a group of tour players. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean, it seems too easy. Why, why haven't they done that? <laughs> it's not hard. It's really not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they clearly – at least the tour listened on the shorts thing because clearly that, that one had been coming up quite a bit. Well, listen, well, hey, hey, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Cole. No, I got I got an email from the tour this morning and it said effective immediately and I was like excited something cool rule change was about to happen. And, <laughs> and it was the shorts. shorts. I'm like, oh, delete. Cool. Del- delete. I mean, cool. can you wear wife yeah. what's next year? Maybe wife beaters can you wear? <laughs> you think? God. Come on, let's class this up. We're trying you to make it for that. the commoner. I don't think you can use that term anymore either, Brian. That's a way. good point. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get a letter about that one. I know. <laughs> I deserve it, believe me. It'll come from my wife, too, by the way. <laughs> hey, listen, we're going to take a commercial break. We come back. Um, I want to yeah, talk about this, the whole Matt Kuchar thing, so we're going to dive into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, that and – but two things to me that got me excited about this this interview was, one, again, it's it's outside the, 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 the golf swing, this life stuff. And I think you're living a fun life. Right. I mean, you, you, you found your passion, but you also found it at, at um, maybe a later age than most. Um, things seem to come easy for you. Right. You didn't start golf until you were 14. And, and wouldn't you know it? Just a few years later, you're on, on tour. You just got this uh, phone call, you know, and you talked to Romo a little bit. Now, all of a sudden, you're pretty damn good at this. Why is life so stinking easy for you? It's folks like you. I'm, I admire, but I kind of hate. So I want to learn a little bit more about this. When oh, we come back. I got plenty to say about it. <laughs> All right, hey, we're with Colt Nose having a great time on Golf Underground on ESPN Radio. This is Golf Underground on ESPN Kansas City, 94.5 FM. Hey, guys, it's Frank Bull. You've heard me talk about the Freedom Loan from A1 Mortgage, and you've heard current Freedom Loan customers explain how they've cut their mortgages in half. Unlike conventional loans that pay mostly interest and little principal, the Freedom Loan works just the opposite. It pays mostly principal, thus cutting out thousands in interest and years of payments. This is why people with a Freedom Loan are able to pay off their homes in less than 10 years. Here's the part that blows everyone away. You don't have to change your spending habits. That's right. Without spending a dollar more than you do now, you can be on your way to paying off your home in half the time and being debt-free. Call A1 Mortgage today and pay no out-of-pocket closing costs and have your loan closed in about a week. A1 Mortgage, 816-822-8888, 816-822-8888, or apply online at myA1Mortgage.com. A1 Mortgage Group, LLC, a Kansas license mortgage company, license number MC001649, Missouri license 16-1556, and almost number 268370. Terms and conditions apply subject to change without notice. Hi, this is Kevin Ward, co-host of Golf Underground. Swing Fit is a goal-focused program that includes new wave training techniques in order to perform better in the gym and on the golf course. This program was founded on bringing tools that were previously only accessible to our players to the amateur golfer. That said, our mission here at Swing Fit is to get you more biomechanically sound in the gym and on the lesson tee. You'll be exposed to a series of movement patterns, including swing speed, flexibility, and mobility. For those that are looking to buy into the fitness component of golf, as well as hit the ball further, this is the program for you. If you'd like more information about the program, please visit thegolfstable.com. At Bob Hamilton Plumbing, Heating, AC, Rooter, and Electrical, it's February. That means you get free stuff from Bob Hamilton. Hey! 
Buy a qualified AC unit and get a brand new furnace for free. Interest-free financing. Main trunk duct cleaning free. See why I call it free, Boary? So upgrade your furnace and AC today. How's that for peace of mind? Bob Hamilton Plumbing. Heating and AC. Call 888 Remember 913. At Bob Hamilton, it's free, Boary, for your main drain opening, too. Call today and we'll open your main line for $99 and we'll give you a free camera inspection the same day. Don't forget we do electrical too. Panel inspections for free. Replace a regular outlet and upgrade to a USB outlet for free. All this with a worry-free warranty. How's that for peace of mind? Better call Bob. Bob Hamilton Plumbing. Heating and AC. Call 888-4POV. Remember 913. It's a huge President's Day sale at Amini's. Save thousands on shuffleboard, stern pinball, Miss Pac-Man battle, and pool tables. Spring is just around the corner. Get your outdoor furniture on order now, just the way you want it, and at sale prices. Shop outdoor sofas, sectionals, fire pits, dining, wicker, and more. It's a store-wide President's Day sale at Amini's, where you can save thousands. Open in Overland Park on Metcalf. This is Amini's. Great jam, Sully. Welcome back. Welcome back. Off Underground ESPN Radio. Having a great time. Colt Nost. Every regular guy's hero. Right? <laughs> Pretty much. So, so Colt, this is, gets depressing for me because I come in on Monday and, you know, Wardo's got this uh, swing fit technology. So, you know, and he, I, I think he's trying to turn me and everyone else into the $6 million man. And I'm just sort of a five foot eight back fat wearing Irish guy. <laughs> And, and it's, it's should I be upset about this? You know, my shape versus him. Not at all. I love it. I mean, <laughs> I'm five eight, round. It's great. Yes. See, we we're happy. Right? Colt, Colt Sully Sully turns the five iron into a pitching wedge. We're trying to get him out of flipping it, but he loves to flip. Oh, it. I used to do that too. I'm getting a little bit now. I've got a five iron down to about eight iron. <laughs> really? Yeah. No. I'm, Definitely I'm, goes further with less loft on it. I'm starting to figure this out. Well, I'll tell you, though, that's why I just bring out the three wood now instead of the five iron, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's why fight it, right? In fact, I, I was watching a great video, and you don't even carry um, uh, a three, a three or four iron, right? Don't you? Uh, don't you I use the woods four, a lot? I have a four hybrid yeah. club thing, kind of in between. Yeah, it's in between my three and four iron. But yeah, why not? Way easier to hit. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm <laughs> thank you. See that. In, in three minutes, he made me feel better than you have in a, a oh, weeks. Hybrids, well, hybrids are the future. He's a way better man than I am. Yeah, yeah, I like it. All right, so listen, we were talking a little bit about the, your amateur career, and, and you know, I was I was joking a little bit, but you know, you started at fourteen and you got there really quick. Um, was this a, a, a DNA or was it you busting your hump? No, I think it's definitely busting my hump. I mean, my there's no history of golf really in my family at all. Um, I just you know I picked up a club. Loved it and was hooked and just, I mean, that was what I devoted all my time to. Um, you know, I grew up on a horse ranch. I was able to hit golf balls into the pasture every day after school. And, I mean, that's just what I lived to do. And um, it was it was awesome. It was, I was lucky to grow up in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. So That's cool. So you get to SMU. You're, you know, you're a couple years younger than me, but great player. What, what, made, you, what made you go from a good to a fantastic amateur player? You know, I just I kept working. I started working with Randy Smith when I was uh, a senior in high school, so I guess I was 17 years old um, down in Dallas, and he really helped me. And um, that's one of the reasons I ended up going to SMU was I knew I could be close to him. And 
uh, I got to work with him constantly. And, you know, he was, that's when he was working with Justin Leonard and Harrison Frazier were his two big guys at the time. And they were just so great to me and let me come in. I would seriously just sit there for hours and just watch them go about their business and, and learn from them. And I think that's, I think that's just huge in people's success. When you, when you watch people and are hanging around people that are better than you, you, you learn a lot. And I mean, I saw how hard Justin worked and Justin played the game a lot the way I do. And I learned so much from him. Just, you know, I mean, I, I felt like I always had the talent. I had special, special hands growing up. I could chip and putt it with the best of them. And, um, just learning how to play golf and watching these guys go about it, um, just was so, was so helpful to me. You played football too, though, right? I mean, I stopped playing football when I was like seventh grade. Oh, did you? All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. You, were, you weren't one of Pilot Point's uh, finest, huh? No. no you weren't a yell leader, though, at least, right? I got out of there quickly. No. <laughs> Nothing against yell leaders. One of our advertisers yeah. is a, it was a yell so, leader. What, so what was the turning point when you said, all right, I'm going to turn pro? When did you know? Like, I knew when I was going to turn pro for my really, really short career. But when did you know that you were going to turn? First off, I wouldn't call that a career. Exactly. Like, yeah. But anyway, uh, you know, I it didn't. I didn't really know until probably my senior year when I qualified for the Byron Nelson. Wow. Uh, I qualified, and that was like in May of my senior year, and I, I was in like tenth place going into the weekend, and wow. that kind of just gave me like, wow, maybe I could, maybe I could do this, and that just gave me a lot of confidence going into that summer, and then I mean that summer I just played. I played great pretty much every week. I mean, I, th- I don't think I finished outside the top ten all summer in a bunch of big amateur events and, you know, ended up making the Walker Cup team, which was my number one goal all along. Um, and I don't know. I just – that kind of just spurred me on. But, you know, I always had doubts going through college. I remember my first college qualifying round. I shot 77. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I ever play a tournament. Hmm. And, you know, I, it obviously got better. And I, I never missed a tournament my whole college career, um, which was something I was – was really proud of and um i just i just kept seeing every every level i was at i kind of started off slow and then i got better i mean whether it was you know high school golf and then college golf and amateur golf i just got more and more comfortable at every level and even when i first turned pro like the web.com was great and then i went to the tour and i struggled um and then i eventually just kept getting better and better so so colt um i my thoughts are um it is an amazingly important uh, that the switch turns at some point where you say, I do belong here. And some take longer than, than the rest. And I think this not only applies to golf, it applies to business even, right? That you that you belong at the big table. You belong in that room with people who have done fantastic things. And, and that's sometimes a hard switch to turn, right? I mean, if you experience that, it seems like you kind of, you ponied up and said, you know what? No, I'm, I'm, I should be here. But, but that's hard, isn't it? Yeah, and I mean, I think, you know, there's very few people that do the things that, say, a Tiger Woods did, Ricky Fowler, you know, Justin Thomas, who just who turned the switch immediately. And, right. go. I mean, you look at a guy like, I mean, you brought up Matt Kuchar earlier. I mean, struggled he struggled for he struggled, years. He struggled for a long time, and it's it's hard. I mean, if you're not having success, it's hard to believe that you mm-hmm. do belong at that level. Because right. no matter how good you are in college, no matter what you do, it might not translate to the next level until you see some success. Unless you just have the ultimate belief in yourself, which I think is what like makes Justin Rose so great. I mean, the fact he missed 21 or 23 cuts when he turned pro right out of the gate. Hmm. Now, that would have made me quit really quickly. <laughs> I mean, that is just an unbelievable stretch. I mean, I missed 10 in a row when you're on tour, and I wanted to end it. Like, yeah. it, was, it was brutal. Yeah. 
And now, I mean, you look at him now, he's one of the most, he's the number one player in the world, but he's just been dominant for, for years. And so, like I said, it's a, it's a different level playing pro golf compared to college and amateur golf, which Kevin will tell you. And compared to like even most sports where like, I mean, football, you, you know, you play 12 to 15 games a year in college and you go play 16 in the NFL. I mean, in college golf, you're playing 12 times a year and you go out and play 30 once you turn professional. Right. And you're, and you're traveling alone. You're not traveling with your team. It's a, it's a you're different on, lifestyle and it's something that some guys struggle with. You're on an island for sure. And well, some guys get out there and they just, for whatever reason, they hate to travel or, I mean, it's a grind. And like, like we're talking, the guys that are top 50 in the world, they get to pick and choose their schedule. I mean, that's a big, it's a big, big deal when it goes to, um, you know, playing great golf week in and week out or plotting out your schedule. So, Well, just confidence in young guys, I'm, I'm curious. You know, I'm looking at the magazine behind me where it's got Patrick Mahomes on it, right? And I'm saying, my gosh, right, there's a kid who feels like he belongs doing amazing things, but he's not. it doesn't seem like he's faking it. So I'm always curious as those folks who have it, like Ricky, you know, we, right. we talked about uh, with, with Joe last week. And so, so that's interesting uh, uh, to me. Hey, w- uh, you had a decision to make too, didn't you, Cole? Uh, Masters versus going pro. That was yeah. a tough one, right? Yeah, it was. And I mean, obviously, I discuss this every time I do an, do an interview. It's just, I got criticized a lot for it, but I just don't think people understand the situation I was in. And for me, I mean, I come, I mean, my family wasn't poor growing up today, but I mean, my mom supported me for a long time. And, um, you know, it was time for me to kind of take over and give back to, you know, all the help she's given me. And I mean, at the time, my stock was never going to be any higher than it was getting ready to turn pro. I mean, Mm -hmm. I was number one ranked amateur in the world and, I got offered financial things that I didn't think I could turn down. And, yep. you know, I was told by companies that the money might not be there if I wait till April. And, yep. you know, I didn't I didn't want to put my career on hold for one tournament, even though it's the greatest tournament in the world and one I've never played in and one I've obviously always want to play in. But I was ready then, and uh, I don't regret my decision one bit. Yep. I, I got a bunch of starts on the PGA Tour. I, you know, went to Q School, played on the Web.com Tour, won twice pretty early. And it, it helped me a lot. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Do you so, ever have time to be proud of yourself? <laughs> Honestly. Mean, I've been I've been hurt for like two years, so I've had plenty of time to do a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so switching gears, let's dive into this Matt Kuchar deal. And, again, I know your buddy's with them. So, again, I, I personally I see both sides of the coin here. But how would you have handled this or what would you have done differently if you were in his shoes? Well, I think I know the first yeah. the first answer, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, people that know me, I think they know probably how I'd handle the situation. I mean, I I'm a very generous guy when it comes to those things, and I I, I understand Matt had a deal with him at the start of the week, but you know things change when you win a golf tournament, and I'm not saying give him the full boat of 130 thousand and all that. Honestly, I told a lot of people, in my opinion. If he would have given him twenty five on the spot, you probably never would have heard of this. Yeah, right. In my opinion, yeah. And and everybody asked me mine, and I said I probably would have given him fifty, and he would have been, you know, elated. I would I would hope he would be elated. Right. Uh, it's just a tough deal, and it sucks because it's it's no one's business really except yeah. for Matt. Yeah. Um, but in my opinion, yeah, he was in the, in the wrong, and they handled it. They handled it pretty poorly, I think. Yeah, if I was they just got out. <laughs> <laughs> and it kept going and going and going. And it just got to the point where I think it was starting to affect Matt. And, I mean, 
you never want to have to talk about that stuff when you're trying to play golf. No. There's enough going on out there. You don't want to have to deal with stuff like that. Well, no. you don't want that as your brand either, right? You don't want that as your reputation. That's exactly right. I mean, that's the thing he's going to struggle with now, I, I feel like. Yeah, you know, if I not, – not that Steinberg did anything wrong, but if I, if I was Steinberg, I would have just taken Matt's contribution and doubled or tripled it and nipped the thing in the butt. But, again, you know, it's – it's one of those things where I think that every everybody pays different and whatnot, but again, it's it's too bad that it made it this far. But you know, I think Matt's a great player, and we clearly wish him the best. But it's just clearly that's been in the media a lot lately, and you know, so yeah, yeah, it it's an unfortunate it deal for for both both sides. I mean, yeah, it was you, never, a, you never want to be known as the cheap guy. No, right. no, that's bad. Hey, hey, who who are the coolest guys out on tour? Everyone but Gary Woodland. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Agree. That was quick. I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. And we wonder why you were on TV. That, that was quick. I agree he with literally texted me 10 minutes before I was calling in. He didn't even know anything. He was just talking to me about last week, and I was like, I'm about to go on Wardo's show. And he's like, oh, God. <laughs> I was like, don't worry. I'll be kind of nice. Well, listen, tell me, how would you two meet? You and uh, Wardo. You and Wardo. Oh, me and Wardo in college, just because he played at Kansas and – when I was at SMU, we were uh, always like in the same. We played a lot of the same tournaments. Our schools did. That's cool. And, and then, and then like Gary and yeah, and then Gary started working. Gary and I used to work with Chuck Hook, and then Gary was dating a gal in Dallas, and he kept going up to Royal Oaks to practice to work on work on his game, and that's how the Randy Smith thing started. So yeah, yeah that's fun. So that's fun. Those two spent a lot of time together. Yeah, well, and yet another um, uh, Whisper Rock guy, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, how long, you've been out yeah. there three now, three years now, four years. Three years, yeah. Wow, is Kami everything that uh, uh, his his reputation is? <laughs> I'm hearing a lot Kami, about Kami. Kami is the greatest. He is the most fun. I mean, you had him on your show. He is. Yeah. He's incredible. He yeah. is an absolute machine. I can't remember. I was in L.A. last week, and this guy was talking to me. He's like, I played golf with this crazy hockey player. And I go, Mike Commodore. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he goes, holy shit, you're right. Oh, sorry about the language. And I was like, I was like, he goes, how'd you know that? I was like, well, that's just one way to describe him. I mean, it's just fantastic. Oh my he, gosh, he is the absolute best. Mike, I mean, yeah, I just, I mean, the number of guys out there who just seem fun, right? Which, by the way, Kami's house definitely wasn't as nice or as big as Illig's. So, um, <laughs> your tweet yeah. this week I, was very accurate. And yeah. um, and I did notice that Kami was walking around with a beer in his hand during the whole um, look inside of his house. It's, or a yeah. cocktail, whatever it was. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love his one jersey was still like sweat and booze stained, he said. Like, I mean, clean it up a little bit. He's the best, though. Oh, he is. He's uh, the best. All right, we're going to take a commercial break. We're having a great time. Colt knows this is, this is just a blast for me. And I hope you're enjoying the Golf Underground. By the way, this next segment will be brought to you by Midwest Golf Simulators. Hey, with the weather being as bad as it is here in Kansas City, and you're dying to play, you can play Kapalua, you can play Pebble Beach, all from the comfort of your own home. Go to Midwest Golf Simulators and have a blast while getting better. So come on back. You're listening to ESPN Radio. You're listening to Golf Underground on ESPN Kansas City, 94.5 FM. ETFs seem to be taking over the investment world. ETFs threaten the establishment. I think that's part of the beauty of an ETF. I'm an enthusiast about growing the ETF market, about ETFs being a better way to invest and build portfolios. Hi, I'm Nate Geraci, host of ETF Prime. Tune in right here every Tuesday at 3 p.m. as we visit with ETF experts from all across the country. We'll help you better understand everything you need to know about exchange-traded funds and the financial markets. 
Learn more at etfprime.com. Hey, Brian Sullivan here, and I've got a tip for you. You've got to head to Unforked. It's an amazing restaurant. What I like about these guys is they promise to buy and support seasonal local ingredients first. And I love the fact that they source from smaller, family, GAP-certified, or organic farms, prime-going regions, artisan producers. All I'm getting at is, if you like fresh stuff, Unforked is the place to be. And like they say, fork or no fork, you can be sure you're getting the highest quality, socially responsible ingredients possible. And not to mention, it's delicious. So whether you're out south or downtown, stop by Unforked for a delicious and healthy meal. Sheridan's Unforked. Honest, clean food. The new year means new resolutions, and I've got a good one you should be working on twice every day. It's your oral health, and with a Quip electric toothbrush, sticking to good habits is simple. The guiding features are like a built-in support system for better brushing. Like the sensitive sonic vibrations, it's good for an effective clean that's gentle on your sensitive gums. Some people brush too hard, and some electric toothbrushes are just too abrasive. It also features a two-minute built-in timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides and to help you clean your whole mouth evenly. Up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes, or they don't brush their teeth evenly. That's why I love Quip and why over 1 million happy, healthy mouths do too. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com forward slash live right now, you can get your first refill pack free. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com forward slash live. That's getquip.com forward slash live. That bathroom upgrade is within reach at the Winter Kitchen and Bath event now at the Home Depot. Starting with the exclusive Fister Venturi Bath Faucet. It's a two-handle, widespread brush nickel faucet with a spot defense finish that resists water spots and fingerprints. And right now, you can get your hands on one for just $119. So upgrade your bathroom and let the savings flow. The Winter Kitchen and Bath event at the Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Bow through March 24th while supplies last. If you're between the ages of 18 and 39, here's an amazing deal for you. You can become a young professional member at Tiffany Greens Golf Club with monthly rates starting as low as $125 a month. Unlimited golf, unlimited cart usage, unlimited practice range, member discounts, and much more. So get your friends and coworkers to join in on this amazing plan and start growing your friendships while enjoying the game of golf. Whether you come out and play as much as you can after work or enjoy the day on the course during the weekend, take advantage of the young professional plan at Tiffany Greens Golf Club. Go to TiffanyGreensGolf.com. Welcome back, Golf Underground ESPN Radio. Your boys, Sully and Wardo, having a blast. I get to see my honey every Monday here at 3 o'clock. And, you think and Turtle's getting jealous? Well, I think, no, I'm not going to steal or steal you from her. But you know what's good? But, but we are excited because eventually, maybe next week, we, we maybe we start streaming these pretty faces live. We might have to do it. Right? Maybe high tech, right? I mean, 3D version of the Golf Underground. I get might to see our well. faces. Might as well, Sully. Mine's let's a little puffy it. after the weekend, though. So <laughs> I, maybe I should maybe we should do it on Fridays instead. Yeah, let's do it on Fridays. Right. Well, we have a great show. Colt Nost, uh, PGA, um, he- heck of a guy. He's he's doing two things great. I mean, he, he, despite fighting injuries, the guy is out there and he's he's um, he's going to be winning tournaments. And but beyond it, he's becoming a personality in golf and getting great opportunities. And so we're, we're going to be hearing this Colt Nost uh, name for a long, long time. And he's just, uh, to me, he makes golf fun, and that's what I like, right? Exactly. I don't like overly serious. Don't make it stiff. If I'm sitting on my couch or in a bar having a night, I want, I want, I'd like to smile and laugh a little bit, and, 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 and I'd like to learn. 
And I think Colt does a wonderful job. Hey, uh, this is the Lesson T. We're going to talk a little instructions brought to you by Wheels Up, where you will experience innovative and intelligent private aviation solutions that extend from the unimaginable experience, which is like you going down into um, Turks and Caicos with Woodland, um, to the sky and the ground. So, hey, uh, um, Colt, if, uh, in my next life, I want to come back as Wardo. But no. if I didn't come back as Wardo, would I want to come back as you? Um, way way ahead of me. Way be me than Wardo for sure. <laughs> I can't oh. I can't agree with you even more. Uh, awesome, I awesome. Mean, I'd rather be Wardo than Mike Dickerson. Other than that, that's all I got. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, all right. Amazing. Well, listen. In this segment, we, we usually like to give a couple tips. And uh, again, selfishly for for me, um, you know, I'm not a long hitter. Which, by the way, Colt. Um, you that's know, an I, understatement. I don't want you to. I am a, a net club champ, and I think that's important <laughs> that you know that, so I get a little credibility here, right? I won the net club championship twice, and I really felt special. I mean, was it? You maybe? are special. <laughs> <laughs> no, net. but listen, what tips can you give shorter guys like me um, who who aren't bombing the ball, um, but still want to score, right? I mean, is there? Well, what is it? Yeah, I mean, first off, I'm one of the shorter hitters on the PGA Tour. And listen, you're not going to wake up tomorrow and find 20 yards of distance, to yeah. be honest. But for one, I think the simplest thing you can do is get fit for a driver. Hmm, I mean, yeah. it'll make such a huge difference. And two, stop trying to swing like Dustin Johnson and Rory McIlroy. Like, you got, you've got to realize you're, you're built a certain way, you swing a certain way, so go see a coach that can help you get better at what you have. Right. I mean, you're not like, I mean, I, I chased distance for a few years trying to get, you know, further so I can compete. And it's the hitting the ball far is not where I make my money. I'm really good with my irons and I'm a really good putter. And so that's the things I need to work on. Um, you know, picking up five to 10 yards isn't going to really do that much for you. So right. focus on the other areas of your golf. Um, I mean, obviously around the greens is, is huge for guys that hit it, hit it shorter because you're going to miss more greens than the long guys. Right. What what are you seeing in terms of uh, are, are people spending enough time on ball fitting too? That is that is that something that you, I know the guys on tour are spending a lot of time on that. But is that yeah. something else that you're I mean, seeing? I, I wouldn't worry about the ball depending on depending on what level you're at. If you're if you're an 18 handicap, the ball as long the ball's round, I really don't think it matters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so many other things you need to worry about. I mean, you, if you're an 18 handicap, first off, you don't need to go be buying golf balls that are fifty dollars a dozen. Right, you're gonna lose all. You're gonna lose all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Break down yeah. a little bit about how you how you would spend your practice or how you do spend your practice because I think the listeners, you know, they want to go out and they want to hit balls or hit seven irons, hit fifty seven irons in a row. Talk a little bit about how you segment out your practice. Well, I just think at at, at our level now, when we were you know in high school and in college, that's when we did all of our range work. I mean, that's when we beat balls for three four hours a day, and it's took to learn your golf swing and to figure out, you know, how to get to that next level. Well, now that we're at this level, I mean, you don't see guys beating balls for four hours a day. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're very efficient with their practice. You know, it's it's 45 minutes to an hour hitting balls and then, you know, an hour, two hours chipping and putting. Hmm. For me, I, I love to play. I mean, yeah. I learn way more. For, I can sit on the range all day and not miss a shot. I mean, there's no stress. There's no pressure. Um, and that's one thing that drives me crazy when I'm working with my coach. I'm like, I don't miss it on the range. I can knock down the flag stick with anywhere from sand wedge to you know four hybrid driver. I can pick out where you want me to land it. I was like, I want to learn to do it on the golf course better. 
and because on the golf course things speed up everything yeah. there's no doubt in my mind if you're a tour player an 18 handicap you swing it faster on the golf course than you do on the driving range it's a hundred percent fact yeah um just because you know there's you're amped up there's pressure there's different you know there's different outliers out there i mean you see water hazards penalty areas whatever they're called you see a desert um so things things speed up so you have to learn what your tendencies are on the golf course and how to make those better so, so talk a little bit about you know you you like to you like to not only play but talk about playing for something or gambling or you know you, you've been you've know played with a lot with Phil and a lot of great guys at Whisper Rock. What what does playing for a little juice do to you, and how does that help for whatever level of golf you're playing at? Yeah, I mean that's that's how I've played my whole life. Um, you know, ever since I was 16, playing at Lake Kiowa Country Club. Like, I mean, that's I, I always played. We always had games. I played with the older guys. I played with the club pro and. And we gambled, and it it sucked when you're 16 and you lose 100 dollars. Like it's it's mm-hmm. not fun, and but you 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 learn to play with pressure. I mean, with something with nothing on the line, who cares what you do? Right. I, mean, I always like to have something out there. It's just it's way more fun that way. And I mean, that's why Monday night my phones blow up for Tuesday practice rounds because they know I want a game, and I normally <laughs> don't play on. Yeah, and I don't play on Tuesdays if we don't have any action because it's just it's not it's not fun to me. I've been out there long enough. I know all the golf courses. Like, yeah. I just I want to go out and have fun and talk trash and yeah and, ex- and exchange some money. Speaking of action, tell tell the listeners the story that you ran into Phil out in the desert and he wanted some action and you showed up in tennis shoes. Tell that story. Oh, there's so many with him, but <laughs> tell your favorite um, one. That that was the first time I'd ever played with him. I went out to have a drink at Madison Club and say hi, and him and Perez and Dustin Johnson and a couple <laughs> other guys were playing. And they wanted to play nine more, and he's like, get your clubs, let's go. And I didn't even have my, my golf shoes were at PGA West, so I just played in tennis shoes and got absolutely throttled. <laughs> I couldn't say no because I have too much pride. <laughs> you know, I was 22 years old didn't really want to look like a wimp in front of Phil the first time. So I donated a little money, but then we went to the card room and things changed quickly. <laughs> so and you I got the out, best of them. I got the best of it for sure that's funny. He, doesn't, so he doesn't like to play cards with me so good <laughs> so so you've you've been known to your your buddy josh dumal i mean i know the, all the ladies love him so talk, talk yeah. about i know i know he was out with an injury this year and you guys and you didn't play pebble but talk about playing with him and, and what that's like and what that experience is and that friendship oh it's it's awesome you know I, last year at pebble was the first year i met him and um they told me we were going to play together and i was like i heard he's a great guy he's gonna be fantastic and I got paired with Gary and um, his partner Kelly Rohrbach, and so she's pretty was, ugly. Yeah, I said it was like a bunch of sex symbols all paired together. It was great, <laughs> and, uh, uh. Um, but it was—I mean, Josh is just a normal dude. Like, just he loves to have have some cocktails and play golf, and he's he's amazing with the fans. Like, I mean, just they they love him, and he's. I've never seen anybody so good with it. I mean, he's walking down the gallery ropes, talking to everybody, having shots with guys and girls. And, um, but yeah, he's a, like you said, he's a good looking guy. And we were, we were laughing. He was, me and Gary were talking with him and he's, he, cause he's newly single. And he's like, I just, I, I just love going out and I love the chase. And I'm like, first off, you don't chase. Like you, you capture. Like, you get chased. Let me show you what chase is like. Come out with me for a night. Like, you just walk in the room and they just flock to you. It's a different ball game than what I'm dealing with. Cole, what's his best feature? Uh, probably his bank account. <laughs> uh, 
Is he still with Fergie, too? No, no he's no. single. Oh, jeez. That's, that's also Gary's best feature as well. It's his only feature. <laughs> uh, that's so, funny. So how was playing with Kelly? What, what was she like? And uh, I heard that she also likes ice cream. Kelly who, for the listener? <laughs> Kelly Rock. Uh, we were... So she was... She was great. She's super nice, but she didn't really talk that much the first few days. And then, like, Saturday, we all kind of realized she uh, we were all going to miss the cut. So she kind of, like, loosened up, and we had we had a good time. And we were just, me and her were chatting, and she, she's like, well, I don't like Vegas, and I don't like football. And if you know me, like, those are two of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, Kelly, I don't think this is going to work out with us. <laughs> she's like, well, I like ice cream. I'm like, all right, well, we might have a small chance. <laughs> so... Uh, but yeah, she was great. After that, it was, it was super fun. After that, that's so awesome. Good. That's awesome. All right, we're going to take our final commercial break. We come back. We call this the nineteenth hole, Colt. And um, uh, based on the uh, friends that you keep at Whisper Rock, it's probably where you're you're at your best. <laughs> so we're having a great time, uh, uh, Colt Nost. Uh, check him out. Uh, you know what? Follow his Twitter. I mean, it's there's some funny comments in there, and I enjoy it. And it's uh, great for the brand. The, yeah, he's growing. He's great for golf. And 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 again, he, he it. Golf is supposed to be fun, and and you're supposed to laugh, and you're supposed to smile. It's a it's a game of friendships, man. And uh, based on what I'm hearing here, Colt's a good one. So uh, come on back, you're listening to ESPN Radio. This is Golf Underground on ESPN Kansas City, ninety four point five FM. Do you think your financial advisor is earning the fees you are paying them? Are you tired of your advisor just putting you in investment products then sitting back and doing nothing? Hi, this is Jake with Falcon Wealth Advisors. We are redefining financial advice by offering transparent wealth management solutions while maintaining a fiduciary obligation to our clients. Visit falconwealthadvisors.com to download our free guide to investing. At Falcon Wealth Advisors, your success is our priority. Securities offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC, Hightower Advisors, LLC is an SEC-registered investment advisor. At Nutter, we believe home loans have to be good for the customer, whether you're buying a home or refinancing it to cash out and save. Take it from our customers. I'm so glad to have used a hometown lender who's highly competitive and didn't sell my loan. Nutter's teams were rock stars. No, let's make that mega rock stars. We were impressed how fast and flawless we got our loan. So was our realtor. Nutter was key. I got a cash out refinance to add on to our home and keep a low house payment. It was a no-brainer with our refi from Nutter. We refinanced to consolidate our debt and save thanks to Nutter. Dad said to go to Nutter. He was right. I got a pre-approval online and a loan with a low monthly payment. Nutter Home Loans, made in Kansas City and stays in Kansas City. Mortgage locally. Comments inspired by actual customer feedback, not a commitment to lend. Loans available to qualified borrowers. Nutter Home Loans is a DBA for James B. Nutter & Company. NMLS number 2067. Hi, this is Brian Sullivan, co-host of Golf Underground on ESPN Kansas City. Hey, when I'm not bringing my fantastic double-digit handicap to the course, my company, Precise Selling, works with companies to create sales champions. Hey, the best golfers get to the top by having a swing process and a game plan from the time they step on the first tee to the time they finish their putt on 18. Now, at Precise Selling, we teach salespeople how to prepare for each sales call. We give them a process to steal customers from their biggest competitor, sell more to current customers, and negotiate like a pro. So come see me at PreciseSelling.com to learn how we can help turn your team into a team of top sales performers. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, 
I shopped the many highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $27 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-445-6363. That's 800-445-6363. 800-445-6363. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Welcome back. Golf Underground on ESPN Radio. Having a great time with Colt Nost. He's the PGA's regular guy. And a hell of a golfer, too. And so uh, great to have you, Colt. Having fun with you. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's great. All right. Hey, hey, by the way, this segment is brought to you. The 19th hole is brought to you by Cowell Insurance Solution. When it comes to workers' comp, you got to check out Cowell Insurance, 913-544-1784. And um, we... Colt, we don't have twelve listeners. We have are we up to sixteen. What did Nielsen say? Is it sixteen? You listeners? have more. I was just saying the ones that are there for Wardo. Oh, the ones for <laughs> Turtle and friends. Yeah, my grandma, my mom. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Uh, all right. Hey, well, listen. This is where we do rapid fire questions. Colt. Oh, all right. Emergency yeah. nine, baby. Yeah, you can't screw these up. It's emergency nine. So, um, yeah. are, are you ready? Prepare yourself. All right, I'm nervous. Here it comes. <laughs> Favorite tour stop other than the Phoenix Open, and why? The players. Uh, that's where I make the most money. All right. That's <laughs> no, a good answer. Great golf course, great fans. All right. Favorite tour stop for the nightlife other than Phoenix and why? <laughs> Vegas, obviously. Right. If, you could be any, uh, if you could be any of your celebrity buddies other than Josh, uh, who would it be? Oh, man. Probably Michael Jordan. He's the greatest of all time. Oh, nice. Nice. Best, best ball striker on tour and best short game you've ever seen play. Best ball striker on tour uh boo weekly wow uh, nice best short game probably luke donald in his prime really yeah sorry wow. luke. i, I didn't, didn't see the boo coming anymore huh is, interesting does boo still even like golf anymore or does he just want to yeah he just got back to play and he played in the web last week and he's playing in puerto rico this week he's been hurt nice nice all right hey, awesome. hey will tiger get to jack's record no uh, favorite hockey player other than Mike Commodore? <laughs> oh, I have a lot. Probably Brendan Morrow. All right. Uh, your most accomplished win in why, amateur or pro? Uh, definitely the USAM. I mean, it's just such a hard golf tournament to win and obviously one of the most famous tournaments in the history of golf. Okay, name the next three friends of yours um, on the PGA Tour who you're going to force to be on the Golf Underground on ESPN <laughs> Radio in Kansas City so we get our listing ship up to 43. <laughs> um, Graham Dillette. Uh, have you made Gary do it yet? No, we haven't asked him yet. What? Why? <laughs> he's not worthy yet. He's not worthy yet. I mean, we, you know, he's got to step his, up his game a little bit. Uh, Gary Woodland. <laughs> and then one that you don't know that would be fantastic is a guy named Aaron Fleener who caddies for a kid, JT Poston, out there. And he's one of the funniest dudes you'll ever meet in your life. I love it. I right. love to do it. He's fantastic. That's awesome. Big cat. What, what celebrity do we need on here? Oh, who would be good? Huh? Uh, any of them. I mean, Barkley's the best. But you think Barkley would do it? That, that might be hard. I don't know. He'd do You'd it. You have to catch him after NCAA tournament. That's fine. <laughs> We're not going anywhere. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, and your favorite golf course? Royal County Downs. Nice. Really? Yeah. In America, I would say Friars Head up in the Hamptons. I've heard that place. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard great things. How about Irish golf? Do you like going to Ireland? I love it. What's your favorite? Well, your favorite up there beyond Royal County Downs? How about Southwest? Uh, I have We only. I was there for ten days during the Walker Cup. Um, we played Port Marnock, County Louth, and Royal Dublin. Probably out of those, I'd say Port Marnock. Yeah, I would love to play Port Rush. It looks incredible. Yeah, yeah. I went for my thirtieth birthday to Ireland to golf. My fortieth, and um, yeah, I, I just turned fifty-two, Colt. So, yeah, and I figured it, if I went for my fiftieth, I'd, I'd probably get knocked off of a bar stool at Jimmy John's again. <laughs> yeah, so, so I'm but our, Ireland's fantastic. I mean, the people are just incredible, and I, I think the the British Open is going to be fantastic this year. Yeah, 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 I agree. All right, we got two minutes left, Colt. You got a you got a quick good story for us for the listeners. Oh, what do you want it to be about? Uh, Lots of stories. I can't really you, tell you, all of them. You you pick it. No, I need a top. You got, you got to lead them, Wardo. We, we need just, a, We want I'm your best. A, we want your best tiger story. Uh, I got a good one for Tiger. So um, I just turned pro, and I got a spot in Bay Hill because I won the USM, and I'd never been in a tournament with Tiger before, and when you're at Bay Hill, when you leave the locker room, there's kind of like a little hallway that leads out to where, like, the putting green is and the driving range. He was, uh, like, two groups in front of me, and he would always warm up at his house in Isleworth. And so I knew he was going to be around there, and I hadn't seen him at all. So I walk out of the locker room, and there's, like, 100 media people up against the walls waiting on Tiger to, to come through. So I'm walking, and all of a sudden I hear this, these spikes on the cart path, and I turn around, and it's Tiger. And I freak out, and I jump up against the wall with the media guys and let him pass. And I was playing in the tournament. I was like, that was the most embarrassing thing I could have done. All the media guys were like, really, dude? And I'm like, dude, I didn't know what to do. I panicked. <laughs> he's got that He's got that allure oh to him. Oh, my gosh. He's got it. Yeah. I love that. That is that is awesome. Well, thanks, Colt. We really appreciate you taking the time. Colt, did you, you have it. fun? Did you have fun? It wasn't yeah. a bad hour, oh, right? Fantastic. Yeah. I've never talked on the phone this long in my life. <laughs> Uh, no, well, listen. Hey, keep doing what you're doing. I'm telling you, it's, it's it's a blast, and I just think you're 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 amazing for golf. And and, and again, you know, um, you're, you're making a, a ton of friends. And at the end of this whole gig, you're going to look back and say, you know, probably the greatest asset were the relationships you're developing through the game of golf. And, and I think you're a great great model of that. So uh, and get so to Kansas on. City for March Madness. Yeah, come over. All come, right, all right, come on over. Tell the, tell the CBS guys you feel this way. Give me a job. <laughs> Perfect. We're working on it. Well, you know, most people who become su- successful have to get through the Golf Underground radio program first. I mean, we've launched careers here. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I survived. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's say good show there, Ward. Good huh? show. Love it, Colt. Thanks for the time. Right, yeah, take care, my friend. Right. You're the yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Now we uh, we got a we got a good crew here, and uh, it's a blast on the Golf Underground. I hope all you listeners out there enjoyed it. Um, we're we're going to bring in the best guests, great instruction, but mostly laughter is the goal of the Golf Underground, right? Absolutely. Wardle? We're even going to dive into the mind side next week, so we got a great guest Ooh, coming on, and it right. should be good. That's we right. want we want you all more mentally strong as it springtime comes. So. That's, that's it. All right. Hope you enjoy the Golf Underground. Wardo Sully on ESPN Radio.